Josh, how do you uh, how do you carry over what you were able to do the last couple of weeks and, and keep this world going? Yeah, just continue to have the same mindset, uh, trusting each other, having a good week of practice, um, putting as much effort into preparation as we can, and you know it, it's going to take all three phases again this next game. Um, but again, Saturday night's the only thing on our mind right now. Yeah, that's what it comes down to, um, you know, and. Again, just trusting the guys in this locker room. I feel like uh, it's a situation we've been in before um, and just using that previous experience that we have to, to carry us over. Coach talked about, you know, focusing on about the task at hand. It's always a week-to-week, right? But this point in time in the season, you know, got to bring your A game because the B game ain't good enough, right? So what do you think are some of the requirements of having that certain type of focus? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, again, number one is practice, making sure that we're, we're straining and, and taking care of all the small details that sometimes get overlooked. Um, that's the fundamentals of the game. You know, that's that's something Coach McDermott preaches all the time is fundamentals, um, ball security, and, and mentality. So I think that all kind of wraps up in the same um, category for me, and I think a lot of guys would feel the same way about that. Um, but, again, just lean into the experience that we have. What is uh, having a game, you know, most recently like the Dallas, kind of the all-around dominating performance, to have that – to maybe build on going down the stretch. I know you've been through this before, but that has to validate a lot of what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I think you talk about um, December and January football games, weather could be, a, could be a part of that equation. And to go out there and, and trust the run game and, and trust our offensive linemen up front to go get a job done, and they did it so well this last game. And, you know, that wasn't a... Uh, that was a really good interior that we faced, you know. So, credit to our guys for for working hard and communicating well and going out there and executing. But, you know, um, not many teams I think could can change your game plan like that midway through a game and just attack the run. Um, you know, it's something that was good to see from our guys, and you know, it was good to see Joe just continuing to call on it. Um, and that's something we're going to need down the stretch. What are the challenges you guys face with Yeah, he's he's. Still, one of the more premier pass rushers in this league. Um, you know, he's got 15, I think, on the year. Um, a guy that can be extremely dominant. You know, he played at UB, so I think there's some probably extra motivation going against the Bills. And um, you know, he's he's a fantastic player. But they got some other guys on that defense too that fly around, uh, that can make some plays. And you know, I I couldn't tell you what's going on in their minds right now with with coaching change and this and that, but um, I can tell you one thing that they're going to be ready to play come Saturday night. So we got to put on our our game face and and prepare to play a a 60-minute battle. You talk about giving Joe credit to keep going to the run, but when things start rolling like that, your communication with Joe, do you get on the headset at all and say, like, hey, keep feeding Jimbo, like, this is working? Well, yeah, I think it was at halftime, just, hey, just keep keep calling it. And, you know, credit to our – offensive assistant coaches on there too for like trying to keep Joe in a seat because you know um coordinators they, they want to throw the ball too don't don't get it twisted you want to be able to be balanced and and throw in some wrinkles and have the splash plays but again when something's working so well to to go away from it um it's very hard to do and it's probably not the smart thing to do so again kudos to him and our staff for just trusting the guys up front and trusting Jimbo and and our run game and just continuing to attack it leader on this offense, do you get a say on which offensive lineman gets a spike after a big touchdown, or is that by committee? Uh, it's large in part of whatever one's down there when you score. Um, but Dion, I think the previous or two plays before that, 
had that big pancake block and I got up and I looked for him and he happened to be right there. So um, we, we tried to practice that and get everybody a spike. Mitch doesn't typically like to spike the ball. You know, he's just like, high five and get me off this field. Let me go sit down. Um, but we'll get him one this week. Do you owe uh, Kyle Allen anything for helping you out with the wristband? Yeah, yeah. That's, I don't, I don't know if you guys saw the video, stuck to my shirt on the back. Um, I was running and somehow got ripped off. And I like got up and I couldn't find it anywhere. I just assumed that one of the Cowboys guys picked it up and threw it to their sideline because that's what defenders will typically do. Um, the next play, I felt something like hitting my low back, and I'm like, "What the heck is that?" And I ripped it off my shirt. And yeah, but Kyle was ready. He was a tent, and that's uh, that's a good sign of a number two right there. You guys watch that in film. What's it like in the room? Are all around. Yeah, it, it gets the juices flowing. I'll tell you that. A lot of a lot of guys love seeing that. Um, it's it's one of the the more fun plays I think I've ever watched. That's a run play. I mean, for him to go do that, 20 plus yards downfield, right at the goal line. Um, yeah, and watching it back on tape, watching it live was awesome because I was kind of right there. I was like the first guy there. But watching it on tape's just as good too. So James, in terms of a receiver, is that something he's improved this year and you've gained more trust in him? Is there anything specifically he's done to kind of... He's, he's worked extremely hard, um, you know, on the jugs machines, before and after practice, running routes uh, in practice, making sure that we're getting a lot of reps on those. Um, but again, just trusting his, his ability to go out there and make some plays, and he's been providing for us, and, you know, we're going to continue to go back to him. That's, that's what, you know, Coach Brady talks about the... Uh, the, the greatest measure of, of success is the opportunity to, to do more. And he's gotten the opportunity to do more because, again, he's been doing his job and uh, making some, some unbelievable plays. And that catch that he made in the end zone, that's, that's not an easy catch. You can ask any receiver. That's a tough one. Ball, the, the nose of the ball is going down and away from you, and to stick out your hands and catch it with your hands, it's not easy to do. So credit to him on that one. O-line not usually a group that gets a ton of shine, but seeing the way this group has been successful, especially coming off this last game, what is it like to see that group all together succeed? It's awesome. You know, they 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 work extremely hard. I got a lot of love for those guys. Um, you know, I've been here with Mitch for quite some time now, and um, in terms of just collective group, it's, it's the best I've ever been around. Um, guys care about each other. They work hard. They communicate well. And you're starting to see that pay off during games. But, I mean, I've been seeing it all year, and they haven't gotten nearly enough credit they deserve. And, uh, again, down the stretch here that we're going to need to, to ride them and rely on them, and um, they're up for the task. Keep up with the budget for Christmas gifts? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's getting a little crazy now. So I, gotta, I, I think I started off too strong. I think I should have continued to casually build my way up, but they, they deserve it. Josh, on and off the field, what has Deion Dawkins meant to this team this season? He's playing at an all-pro level. Yeah, mindset, mentality-wise, it's it's the best he's ever had. Um, you know, the, the ways that he takes care of his body, you know, the, the transition that he's done over the last year and a half mentally is unbelievable. Um, I got a lot of love with, for him, a lot of respect for him, because that's not easy to do, especially being kind of deep into your career, uh, to kind of change your entire process uh, and he's done it it's been working out for him um, and again he's the Walter Payton man of the year for us so in terms of off the field just making sure that you know he I mean he's doing everything right um, his, his attention uh, to details outstanding and uh, again he's having the best year of his career because of that and um, love the guy.
Josh, how humbling is it to know that as good as this team is, you're ninth in the AFC? How, how hungry does that make you get where you need to be? Um, yeah, I mean, th that part does suck. Don't, don't get me wrong, but again, we're not, we're not paying much attention to that. You know, we got we to gotta control what we can control, and that's Saturday night against the, uh, the Chargers. Coming off two big wins, still understanding what, what's ahead, do you still feel like this is a team that plays desperate and still feels like your backs are still against the wall? Absolutely. Every, every game from here on out is a playoff game for us. That's the mentality that we have. It's essentially win or go home. Um, so, again, we, we got to be prepared for every, every punch that the Chargers can throw at us and, and be able to respond and adjust accordingly in-game. Um, so, yeah, we got we to be ready.